week three is here and I know what you're thinking. Do I start this running back or this running back? Well, this video is going to help you with that. Here are seven running backs that are not studs, but they're must starts this week. Beginning with David Montgomery, who is exactly that, a must. Because on Sunday Night Football, in a game, mind you, where his team is trailing basically the entire time, he had six runs of 10 plus yards, which was the most on the week and its second most on the entire season. Now, this resulted in Montgomery, again, trailing by three scores for most of the game, putting up nearly 20 fantasy points, over 120 rushing yards, and seeing 17 opportunities. Imagine if he ended up being a favorite or leading in a game. More on that in a second. So what does this all mean? Well, it means David Montgomery is really explosive. And now he faces the Houston Texans. As you can see right here, they rank dead last through three weeks and stopping the run. So this is a beautiful matchup. And by the way, Montgomery is actually a favorite this week. And the Texans who ranked dead last, according to PFF, in stopping the run their player grades, they've given up 163 yards per game, which is also bottom three in the league. But that's not all. Because through two weeks, David Montgomery has broken the third most tackles in the NFL. And here's why. This is significant. Because the Texans are 25th at tackling. You're starting to get the point here. David Montgomery knows how to break runs, make explosive plays, and the Texans bleed, 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 giving up the big plays. So start Montgomery and this NFC running back. And I'm looking at you, Miles Sanders, who this week has a top five matchup. He gets to face the Washington Commanders, who rank right now in terms of run defense 29th in the NFL. In the Eagles offensive line, that was number one in the NFL last year and is good this year. Yeah, they have depth as well. They are generating 1.58 yards before contact. And this is good for any Eagles running back, including their number one back, Sanders, because he's picking up easy yards. So here's what this all means. Sanders is set up to dominate. I mean, just this past week on Monday Night Football, they looked fantastic, and he actually saw 37 of the 73 snaps, but 70% of the opportunities, 18 of the carries, and three targets. The other running backs combined saw just seven. And Sanders is producing an elite six yards per touch. This would have ranked top three in the NFL last year. Plus, the game environment is very good. Because the Eagles are actually six and a half point favorites. And if you've watched them the first two games, yeah, Jalen Hurts looks like the real deal and this team looks solid. And when you're a six and a half point favorite and you have nearly a 27 point team total, that's what you're seeing right here, 26.75 according to the Vegas dashboard on Fantasy Labs, it's going to translate to a lot of more carries historically for running backs, especially in the second half, and more red zone opportunities when your team is projected for nearly four tutties. So Sanders is a must and so is this AFC back. And that's a running back that I was completely wrong on in the preseason, but I'm happy that he's recovered from injury this quick. It's good for his health and his wealth. And that's James Robinson, who saw 64% of the snaps week two ahead of second year player Travis Etienne. But not only that, Robinson also ended up seeing an elite 25 opportunities. That's 23 carries here and two targets compared to just 12 for Etienne. He more than doubled the man. But that's not all. Because not only was he seeing a lot of opportunities, but he saw 100% of the goal line snaps and touches. And he actually ran two more routes. 16 routes run compared to just 14 for Etienne, which means this man has the fantasy cheat codes, which means two things. One, the red zone work, and two, the pass catching role. And check out his matchup for week three. He's going to face the LAC, that is the Los Angeles Chargers, who allow the most yards before contact in the NFL. 1.9, nearly two yards before contact to the opposing team's running back. This is fantastic. You're going to get two yards without even being touched. And this is a guy in James Robinson who knows how to break tackles. And to make it even more obvious, the Chargers rank 25th in run defense through two weeks, and this is no different than last year when they were the worst team in the league versus the run. So fire up Robinson, lock in Robinson, and then start this next guy. And that would be Daryl Henderson, who, yes, I am telling you to keep him in your lineups as a flex. And I get it. Cam Akers saw a lot more work last week. Maybe it's because Akers is getting healthier or because he actually got benched week one from having a bad block or because Kyron Williams is injured and they need another running back out there. Cam Akers, though, he didn't play a ton. He only played 27 of 62 snaps, which means that Henderson saw the majority of the snaps by far. He played 50% 
56% of the snaps. And I have more good news for you. Henderson played on 100% of the passing downs, all six snaps from the third downs, and all five snaps in the two-minute drill for this Rams team. And not only that, but he played on four out of the five, 80% of the goal line plays. So this role is still good for the men. The translation here is that he's still getting the high-value touches in the red zone and on the passing downs. Plus, this game environment is very solid. You see, the Rams opened up as 28-point favorites. It's still hovering around 26 and a half, as you can see right here, 26.25, depending on the site that you're looking at. And they're facing the Cardinals this week. And the Cardinals' defense in general, they're secondary, atrocious, but their run defense is also borderline bottom 10 in the NFL to this point. And they're going to have their hands full looking at Mr. Cooper Cup during the day. They're not going to be really focusing on Daryl Henderson. So with nearly a four-touchdown team implied total, the Rams should score tutties, and I wouldn't be shocked to see Henderson score again. So start him and this AFC running back. And I'm talking about Josh Jacobs with the Raiders, who so far this season is a top three graded PFF running back behind only Nick Chubb and Christian McCaffrey. And he's top three in broken tackles with 12 this year. And that's important because he's facing the Tennessee Titans who rank bottom 10 in tackling. So it's a good spot here for a man who breaks tackles in Jacobs. But that's not all. Because Jacobs is seeing a solid role with this team. He played 76% of the snaps this past week, which in today's modern day football, that's top 10 for a running back. There was some talk, especially in the preseason, that Zamir White might be taking some of his workload. Zamir White only saw six snaps in this game, so he's not a threat at all. Now, there is one major concern, and let me explain. And that would be that Jacobs ran this number right here, just 19 routes, which that is just 46% of the dropbacks that Carr had. You'd like to see this number be somewhere between 60 and 75%. And the reason for this is he's actually losing third down snaps to Amir Abdullah and probably will be Brandon Bolden when he recovers from injury. Eight out of the nine snaps went to Amir Abdullah on third downs, which limits the overall pass catching upside and targets for Jacobs. However, Jacobs is still seeing 100% of the red zone touches, and he saw all five goal line snaps in week two. And he combined that solid usage with the Raiders being favorites this week with a 24 team implied total, and it sets up nicely for Jacobs to score his first touchdown of the season. So start him and then start this veteran running back. And that's Ezekiel Elliott. Play him week three, and look, Zeke has been bad. This past week, he scored five 5.9 fantasy points and now on the season he has just 10.9 points however he did see 17 opportunities this past week and he finds himself in a favorable matchup against the Giants that ranked 26th versus the run so far this season this Cowboys O-line has the sixth best run blocking advantage this plus 19% means plus 19% better than average this week that's pretty significant sixth best on the week versus the Giants defensive line and I know Tony Pollard is out there but Zeke is still their RB1 because of his contract see for yourself Zeke saw 67% of the snap this past week and if we scroll over here it did lead to 17 opportunities 15 carries and two targets now you might notice that Tony Pollard right here Tony Pollard did not see that many snaps just 24 but if you scroll over he ends up seeing nine carries and seven targets seven targets is a ton for any running back especially a guy not playing a lot of snaps like Pollard but this is unlikely to continue and here's why because Tony Pollard was targeted on seven of his 13 routes run 54% of his routes which is more than two times almost three times higher than the league average it's obviously not sustainable. So expect more targets for Zeke, who's running more routes than Pollard in week three. And I like Zeke a good amount this week. I actually took his over 47 and a half rushing yards. And I also took the first guy we talked about, David Montgomery, over 65 and a half rushing yards in his matchup. It's about half as what he had last week as an underdog. And if you want to tail these props, you can click the link in the description below, but you'll also get something else. You'll get my weekly cheat sheet, which comes with rankings, projections, player notes, and a whole lot more. And if you don't win your fantasy league, I'll refund your minimum deposit of $10, which is what it takes to get the sheet and we'll call it a day it's risk-free for you so if you want to join the thousands of other people and access this material right now click the link in the description to learn more now you're also going to want to start antonio gibson who's averaging a pretty impressive 20 opportunities per game this year and very quietly he ranks top five amongst running backs in targets 
right here he is fifth he has 12 targets on the season now here's the concern the commanders are six and a half point underdogs this week and if they get down big it's likely that jd mckissick might come into the game more and this is what we saw last week they got down big especially in the second half and mckissick ended up playing 34 snaps but i do have good news for you gibson's usage was still strong despite trailing for most of that game he still played 60 percent of the snaps which is great to see and probably his worst game flow that he can find and then he earned 18 opportunities still 14 carries and four targets so now in this matchup i wouldn't be too worried about him getting factored off the field and not hitting at least 50 percent of the snaps plus his matchup is also appealing so if he saw less snaps he can make good use of it because the eagles rank 32nd dead last in the league through two weeks and if you saw week one against another explosive back in deandre swift man these guys could not tackle in tackle which is important because antonio gibson through two weeks ends up being top 10 in missed tackles forced aka broken tackles so expect a nice week from gibson but then be ready to sell high on him because his teammate the man that beat him out in the preseason brian robinson is waiting and lurking just two to three weeks away from returning but he's not back yet so for week three start antonio gibson and if you want to know eight wide receivers that you should be picking up off the waivers if they're still out there then check out this video right here and 60 percent of you aren't subscribed so if you're not yet subscribed please do hit that subscribe button